listening to a proud member of the Junk Food Podcast Network. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Greg Capullo, man, and you're listening to Elegant Weapon. And you know who the biggest elegant weapon is? I can't tell you where it's located, but it's uh, got something to do with me. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 37. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? Christy. Dame Christy. Dame Christy. Thanks so yes, much for coming. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate this. I know it was the last the, minute. The long-awaited fill-in. The long-awaited fill-in. Um, no, there was a lot of hype. Uh, on our last episode, we had Comics Kyle uh, came on and chatted with us. And he's got a lot of people who like him. So it was a pretty popular episode. Did really well. A lot of response to that episode. I listened to that one. I liked it. Yeah, he's a good guy, eh? Yeah, super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very mellow, down to earth, got good things to say. We had a blast hanging out with him. So, uh, you know, him and his 800 Twitter followers came along, and I guess they enjoyed too. But if you heard that episode, which you did, uh, there was a little bit of a build-up to having Mr. At a Swim to Birds, Tim Conroy, coming on the show. Um, Christy, do you know At a Swim to Birds? Are you familiar with that Twitter guy? I am not. Okay, he's a fellow we follow um, from England. I don't know where it is. Where is he? Is he in Coventry, uh, man? Coventry. Coventry. I'm so sorry, people. <laughs> Ooh, he's from England. Yeah, he's from England, Perfect. and he's uh, he's uh, he's an artist. He's a young guy, and he's involved with all the sketch battles that we do. You ever see those sketch battles we get involved in? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He runs all that stuff, and uh, he's a good dude, and he can get pretty fired up. He's got things yeah. to say from time to time. Some may may call him even from time to time a bit of a shite disturber. So uh, there was a lot of build up and excitement for Tim to come visit, but as it turns out, Tim is ill. So yeah, he's sick. So he asked if we could postpone a few days. Oh, just sorry, dump, just dump that in. Oh, just dump this yeah, out. Okay. I don't know why I handed it to you. Maybe he... because I just smoked it all to myself. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> So Tim wanted to be in fine form for you people, so he took a little postponement, and I thought, okay, you know what, I don't want to wait anymore, because it's high time that Christy came along, and we talked some Star Wars. Why, thank you. I appreciate it. No, I mean, you're... And it is time we talk Star Star Wars, that's for sure. 37 episodes, and I think maybe only in total, like, a, you know full block of time that we've actually dedicated to Star Wars was like half a show. Yeah. Uh, we've never actually sat down on an elegant weapon and talked nothing but Star Wars. Yeah, I probably do more Star Wars tweeting than I do elegant weapon Star Wars podcasting. True. Mm-hmm. So, Christy, like why... Like that, that April Fool's that got you yesterday was hilarious. Oh my gosh, I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> That was jokes. What was that? It sounds familiar. <laughs> um, what was it? Like James Cameron and uh, George Lucas were teaming up to do... George Lucas? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're I read doing that. Yeah, episode yeah. 7, 8, and 9. Yeah, but... It could happen. Yeah. There was rumors of that a long time. It still time. could. Well, that's what they're still talking about, uh, doing a live-action show, and it would be set in between the two trilogies. A live-action show. Like, on ice? <laughs> no, like... <laughs> oh my gosh, no, please, no. no. Not like, live on stage show. Like. Ah. <laughs> <coughs> oh. 
No, probably they do it like an AMC type show or something. You know what I mean? Like a high quality kind of big budget show, but it would yeah. take place in between. You know, when Luke's like a young kid when he's like ten years old. Yeah. Well, that's like you know. Well, you know all those, all the talk they had on the live action show. And then I did hear I did hear George Lucas mentioning creating more movies. So you can understand why I fell for the trick. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's it's in fact it wasn't so much a trick as I think all that shit was actual rumors at one point, wasn't it? I don't know. But I know that what I heard was the it reason was great yesterday though. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. The reason I heard they can't do it is cuz they're going to wait a few years to finish developing the technology. They're like, oh yeah, we got an idea yeah. for a show, but it's not humanly possible yet. Mm. So we just got to wait till we invent the way to do it, and then yeah. we'll do it. So maybe they'll wait till after Clone Wars too. Yeah, that's such a I mean, big success right now. Yeah, Why like would for, you today, today, for today, I started. Wa I, was, I watched the last two Clone Wars uh, from last season. Okay, so you're finished last okay. season then. So I watched like those. Are, like I watched, I've seen like bits of the first season and like those last two episodes. Yeah, the, the basic Darth Maul return and everything, right? Brother, this is my apprentice, Darth Maul. Before we get to so the... honestly, what did you think? Is that oh, you, whoops. brother? <laughs> <coughs> let's get let's do, let's start here though, Christy, if you don't mind. Um, why don't you just yeah, sure. tell the, the the fine people out there? Um, exactly, you know, your shindig at all, like your Star Wars blog and this and that. Like, how did that all start, and where did your love of Star Wars come from? So give the people a little uh, insight into you and your Star Wars love. Okay, well, when I was about six years old, I saw Return of the Jedi, and I thought Jabba the Hutt was amazing. <laughs> and I would rewatch that scene over and over again. Really? When, well, that's yeah. I just was fascinated by this giant worm gangster thing. <laughs> wow! And yeah. uh, that's that's where it started. Was but it really didn't kick up until middle school. So okay. When George Lucas released his um, the new scenes onto the VCR, right? So that's when it really started. Um, I was the same age when yeah. I saw Return of the Jedi. I was six as well. That kind of dates us a little, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> your Star Wars Friday blog. Tell people about that. Well, that's on uh, girlsageek12.com. And every Friday I do a Star Wars room blog, which is just basically what new toys have come out that I want. And then uh, then I just kind of do a regular Star Wars blog. Um but I will be starting on a Clone Wars. Oh, really? Corner block. Yeah. So. That's yeah. exciting. And hey, I like Fridays. I love Star Wars. Let's put them together. <coughs> Star Wars Friday. No, absolutely. You've almost started a mini revolution there with that. It's good I'm times. trying. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, back to what we were saying there. I, It was really difficult for me to get on board with this whole Darth Maul thing. Because as much as it's silly to say, because it's a fantasy movie and a sci-fi movie, he was cut in half, okay? Like, there's yes. only certain places you yeah, can go. I had no idea he had, like, that insect machine body. Yeah, the spider Yeah, like, I had no bottom. idea it was like that at yeah. first. Well, basically using the dark side of the forest, he just assembled himself a spider body out of junk and shit at the bottom of that fucking cavern, right? Which I thought yeah, was cool. I don't cool. know because that's where yeah. I, that's where I that's where I left off with his was his brother in the cavern going is that you brother? Oh, so you might have one more episode to go. <laughs> no, but but I've seen the last episode and then I went back where he actually was, gets him out of there. I think yeah, like he's like all talking in badass again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what it's it like was. Is that shit. crazy? Star Wars has never gone as far as to go so deep into fantasy that a person who was cut in half could be put back together. And I, I that's a bit of a stretch for me, but they did pull it off so well and so entertainingly that I think I'm over it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to yeah. tell you, I'm not a huge Darth Maul fan. I mean, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. He's yeah, back, but it, totally it, that back. doesn't really fascinate me. Yeah, I, I, like his, I, I loved his lightsaber <laughs> as a to, as a drunken toy. 
Yeah, we we used to play uh, <laughs> as a drunk. That was always man. your drunken lightsaber of choice. Was the was Darth Maul? <laughs> of Absolutely. choice. No, wait. We it, have to have drunken lightsaber. It was, what, what? It, it was given to me. Sean is referring back to the great old New Year's of two thousand. For some reason, Potato Waste and I ended up in the top of a barn. Uh, uh, <laughs> copious amounts of illicits and tequila and. It was insane, but I, Here. I of course, had brought some lightsabers. Wine, there was wine. Wine, of and, course. Yes, funnels. There was funnels, there was a, there was and there funnels. was uh, cards. We were playing odd man out and stuff. Yeah. But th- it was a big open barn, so you could have that kind of fun lightsaber dueling, like Return of the Jedi styles, big, long, swooping oh, strikes. Awesome. Yeah. So we broke about four lightsabers in half that night. Oh, yes. <laughs> Easily. Oh, we were like doing jump in the air spins. Easy. We were like trying to recreate moves from Masters of Terrace Cossie. You had to do it to be warm. Yeah, it was like, you had, it was insane. You had to do it but to I'm, be I'm warm. But I'm feeling you about the Darth Maul thing because, uh, yeah, I was never a big enough fan. People always say that maybe George Lucas, even George Lucas said that he killed him off too early. I liked that he got killed right away. I was like, that gives yeah, him a certain too. mystique, you know? It gave him a certain impact, you know? He served his purpose, and, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Although I was never a huge fan of Sidious, either. And now so. they get to do Clone Wars. Or not them. Sidious, uh, Dooku. I'm not a huge Yo. Dooku fan. Neither am I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why yeah, he's there. Grievous. I really don't. Same with Grievous. I'm not really a big fan of Grievous either. I kind of like Grievous, but I, I see what you're saying about Dooku not... Like, why is he there? That role could have been served a lot better, I think, by a more interesting mm-hmm. character. Like, I see his place in the whole development of the Clone Wars, but... It came Do you? Maybe. I mean, because I still don't. Even in the Clone Wars, I'm not sure what he's really doing. Well, he was, he's just another puppet of the Emperor, right? The puppet needed a figurehead. Like, like the Emperor needed a figurehead for his resistance. There couldn't just be a resistance. There's got to be someone leading that resistance. So he kind of handpicked Dooku and seduced him kind of to the dark side and used him as his, like, scapegoat to be, like, the head, you know? The whole thing was trying to get Dooku and the Separatists because he needed to have some kind of shadow leadership, right? Well, that's true, and he's kind of, like you know, handsome and intelligent looking. So, yeah, I guess you would want him to kind of lead Exactly. You. Very charismatic guy, you know, just he kind of fit the role, you know. He's kind of royal. But just dumb all. enough to control. Like, would yes. You, like, wouldn't you have liked just, like, power hungry, just, like, three, like, Tatooine movies? Like, with, like, what's her name, Smee? That's part of the reason that mm-hmm. I loved you know episode I mean? one like, so much, because like, it was like, real life Tatooine. shit going on. Oh, yeah. You know, smugglers. Well, now you're almost talking making movies out of the books, like the the Han Solo adventure books. and Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Well, that's what, if they made a live-action film now, there wouldn't really be Jedis in it, if it was in between the two, right? Right. When I heard it was more of, like, the deep, dark belly of the underworld. Yes, yes. You know? Like bounty hunters and shit, you know? Which I, I think would be awesome. Oh, I think it'd be cool, too. It's just hard for me because my number one love of Star Wars is the lightsaber. It's like, Well, I'm sure they'd have to throw that in. I that's mean, what yeah. I'm saying. Could you get away without doing make, it? They did make it. one movie with three parts and, like, three people get, like, their friggin' head sliced off with a friggin' lightsaber. People may and still have, yeah, the next people could have picked up lightsabers. it's like some other smuggler story from the other side of the bar. Yeah, like somebody could have picked <laughs> up a lightsaber <laughs> from like a dead Jedi somewhere and just happened there to have go. it out there. But remember the yeah. droids and, uh, and Ewoks cartoons, you know, they got by with no lightsabers. We uh, the So it's possible. Oh, yeah, but ugh. I don't know if I'd want to watch an Ewok. <laughs> yeah, I thought it I don't was... Wanna, I don't want to see Ewok shit you, at all. Are you big into the uh, extended universe thing, Christy? I'm not. You know, I'm kind of dabbling with uh, the EU right now, trying to read some books, but I'm kind of a slow... It's really hard because there's so much. It's even hard. I, like, that's my main focus on the whole thing is the EU... I could almost give a damn about the movies, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah you're the one that's more into the e- EU. Yeah, and uh, I'm just obsessed with that timeline. Like, the whole entire timeline. And the whole the whole history of the galaxy is 40,000 years, eh? So that's a lot of time to play with. I can't help it, but... Uh, I'm the same with Trainspotting. 
Well, you love how all, yeah, Irvin Welsh's books. You mean the way they all connect and yeah. they all got the same like, I've got to read another shit. one. I've got to read it all again now because <laughs> fucking Skag Voice just came out. Yeah, just like Kevin Smith. Like, I've got to read them all connect, again. You know, all those people are connected and all take place in the same, like, you know, yeah. John Hughes-esque invented place. But Star Wars, it's really hard to just jump in somewhere because there's so fucking much. Like, where do you start? New Jedi Order? Do you start with the Dawn of the Jedi comics? Do you start with the new stuff coming out? It's really, it's insane. Yeah, yeah there's, like, it's there's overwhelming. Not, there's mm-hmm. never been, a, has there been a Star Wars reboot? A reboot? You that's the one, I mean? no. That's, yeah. I heard someone talking about this today, about how they were worried because they heard there was going to be some story written that was, like, not canon and made a big deal of or something. And a whole bunch of people yeah. freaked out because Star Wars is one of the few yeah. things that, no, there's yeah, no they reboot. Get, they're in, they were getting freaked out because there was a fucking serial. Yeah, well, there's, you know what I mean, though? Like, Star Wars has been continuous. Even, yeah. they're very meticulous about keeping everything straight. I mean, right. there's a few blips here and there, but those blips were only created every time Lucas made a new movie. Just, right, because yeah. he, he, he's not a fan of the EU, so. Well, he's trying to control it more than he used to, yeah. Like, he's only got, like, a select, like, six people he lets even make up these stories, right? And then he confers on them all. Oh, yeah, I'm, he's in control of what comes out of the uh, Skywalker Ranch for sure. I'm pretty sure he's probably laxed on Clone Wars though. I like, don't know. Dave Filoni said he has to work pretty close to George. He's still that involved, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. I. I it was yeah, a joke when sure. he said he was going to retire. Like, oh yeah, yeah, for but... sure. He's not the kind of guy who can stop. Absolutely not. George Lucas ends a season with Darth Maul. I don't think so. I think he did though, didn't he? Well, I think the writers probably yeah. went to him he did last year, well, last season. If yeah. you want to say he did, but I'm saying I bet you the writers went to him and went, "Look, George, we want to bring back the mall." And George was like, uh, you're right. I shouldn't have killed him. <laughs> Go ahead, bring him back, but come up with a cool way to do it, right?" Yeah, I think that I think that's actually kind of how it went. See, but... I I was you know how it was the Night Sisters in uh you know they're on Dathomir and everything. Mm-hmm. I was. If you've read any certain stories, I was already aware of their existence. And a lot of the Star Wars novels and the comics and stuff, they talk about the Night Sisters. And, uh, you know, they're Jedi, for- they're not Jedi, they're like Force witches, you know, living on Dathomir. And they've never had much more to do with the story other than subtle involvements and storylines here and there. Hmm. And then the writers of the comic, who are the Clone Wars, they just took this kind of obscure character and just ran with them and was like in fact you know what because like Darth Maul was never as far as I know never a knight brother they never existed until the Clone Wars decided to mash it all up I didn't realize that yeah as far as I knew I mean I could be wrong there may be some one story out there but as far as I knew I was familiar with the Night Sisters and Dathomir and Mother Tenzin and the whole thing but Darth Maul was an unknown species then there was a few stories written and they claimed to know his species and that was kind of the only two things that had ever come up. And then all of a sudden, the Clone Wars, just out of the blue, they're like, oh, no, check this out. This is the truth. And they laid it down amazingly. That was what I thought was most impressive, that they were able to take all these aspects that had already been written in the Star Wars universe and weave them together in this way that made perfect sense. You know? Well, so you're not upset when they change something from the EU when George Lucas changes it then? That doesn't get you upset. It... it I think, Depending. Well, Star Wars fans, I've learned, a lot different than Star Trek fans in the way that Star Trek, non-continuity is absolutely unacceptable. It's a mathematical equation that the con- continuity of Star Trek must be continued. Uh-huh. It's, it's like law, like set down by God. Star Wars is a little lighter that they, they're kind of like, oh shit, he fuck. It's, it's happened so many times that... I noticed that they're like, we'll just make up a way around it, you know? And there's lots of things that have been created in canon in the EU that are just exist to explain other shit that went wrong. Mm. And basically, it's been every time that Lucas puts out a new movie, because people write in a novel an origin for something and why something happened or where this character came from. Like, okay, for instance, the ultimate one that happened about this is in the New Jedi series, uh, they come across this... Of novels? Yeah, of novels. Uh, they go to this place called the Maw Installation, which is in the Maw Cluster, 
which is uh-huh. like a hidden base that the emperor had for making yeah. super weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where the Star Crusher or the Sun Crusher, the yeah. Death Star, and a whole bunch of bad shit was invented by yeah. this scientist Quiquux or something. And uh, they explained it and laid it out in several novels where the Death Star came from, who invented it, who developed it, how it was built, how it was hidden. Oh in, wow! Yeah, Jeez. And then he and then Lucas comes out with Clone Wars Episode Two. And just blows it all out of the water <laughs> with the Geonosians, and they're just like, clank, 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 clank. Yeah. and they're like, Look, you know, if they find the plans for what we're planning to build, yeah. just fuck like six novels. Just oh wipes. wow, yeah. So they've, they've, the, I haven't read an exact explanation, but I've heard it's like, oh, the plans were taken from the Geonosians and then sent to the Ma Cluster, where they were further developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, Death remember, Star. I remember hearing crap like yeah. that. So people will write little story, like fan fiction, and some of these stories will just exist to explain canon and yeah. make sure it makes sense. Yeah. And, and Star Wars fans almost look at it as an opportunity to write more stories to explain stuff. Oh, okay. You know, where Star Trek fans are like, oh, you know, no, that's wrong, wrong. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. It's We're... almost become like a Star Wars hobby to figure shit out. I, I just make shit up for myself sometimes. saying the other day that like the in Doctor Who the Rivers timeline is kind of slippery oh yeah that's totally slippery yeah it's right messed up like her first appearance is the library right like why yeah. do I think yes. that every time that why do I think that every time she sees like Rory and Amy it should be the first time they're seeing her I see what you're saying yes Ooh, I didn't think of that that they, but she's but she's seen them from like here's death I, I'm to gonna like explain it I'm gonna explain it I figured born, this out I got really right? stoned and figured this it? out is that it no is that it no look like, you got two, when the fuck did she, <laughs> I'm gonna explain it listen okay people I'm holding up my two my index finger on both hands and I'm holding them up and one's you know river and one's the doctor yeah I almost okay. want to follow along I almost, I'm doing it too yeah, all so right I'm doing it too they're, me too okay now they're <laughs> heading towards each other so start bringing your fingers yes. together right now yeah. they're, even so though they're traveling in this do, direction do it, do they're still closer? look now cross your hands and they've bounced oh cross your hands can you see how they're cro- look, cross your hands yeah but <laughs> there you go and now they've bounced and then go back to where you were and keep bringing your fingers together. So even though they're both heading towards in opposite directions, they're bouncing back and forth on those timelines because they're bouncing around. So they're like this, but still constantly coming together. Do you understand? Does that make any sense? Nope, not at all. Because <sighs> you didn't let me go as fast as I wanted to go. That was... <laughs> That was, but I was gonna go with speed that would just make you keep talking and talking and talking until it finally crossed the room. This is something definitely worth detouring for, though. Uh, did you, Christy, you saw the finale, the fall finale? The, uh, yes, I did. Um, Boy, yeah. I crushed. <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk about that for a sec because yeah. that was that was, that was incredible. I didn't know how they were gonna do it. They got through the whole episode, and I was I like, did. "Something's what's going on? They're gonna make it through." And then all of a sudden, bam, where he's gone. You're like, whoa. Just like That's that. when I started to cry. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. Jeez. Now, here's what I don't yeah. get. They both went back and in then, time. They lived Amy. their 60 years together or whatever, right? Till they were like in their 80s. Were they both stuck in that hotel place together? I think so. Because he's stuck, right? And they're just in that hotel place. What, like where you open the door and it was like the scariest thing ever? It was like the old man lying in the bed. Remember? He's like, hey, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets stuck in that hotel, and she goes back and gets stuck with him, so do they really live 60 yeah, happy years both yeah, in a hotel yeah. together? Old, old Rory. Yeah, is that what we're supposed <laughs> to be believing? Yeah, I can't believe that. I mean, can they leave the hotel? That's what I'm saying. Were they in I don't think they can. I mean, I don't think they can... Uh, that'd be miserable. What a way to end two characters. I know, eh? So in a way, they're like in this limbo, yet at least they're together. Kind of a catch-22, in my opinion. Yeah, but River didn't seem that upset. Wouldn't you cry if your parents now have to live this horrible 
I think existence. She, she seemed upset. I think she did, you know, she did tear up, but I think she just understood. She's way more accepting than the doctor, you know? Oh, yeah, I guess knows, that's true. She knows shit, just shit happens, man, and you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And she's much more of a warrior that way. The doctor's, like, So then, yeah, nuts. so then how does, how does the doctor looking up shit in a book and her looking up shit in a book have to do with anything? Mm. Because the book was written from the future, telling Wait, about she what was, happened. She was conceived on the TARDIS, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. So that kind of makes sense-ish. Well, they're going in opposite directions. She always knows what's going to happen to the... But not always, In but opposite directions of who? Each other. They're going in opposite directions. The Doctor and the... You're lost. The Doctor or is it Amy and Rory? The Amy and Rory's on the same timeline as the Doctor. Kind of. I don't yeah. know, really. It's so oh, much. it's, it's competing. It's so it fucking silly. It's also, I don't think, meant to be really figured out. I think it's just an excuse to go fight dinosaurs once in a while, really. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it works out really, really well. see phantom menace 3d yes i did how was that in 3d i kind of kicked myself in the ass for not going it was good i enjoyed it i uh, had fun i, I mean you know it's not like oh my gosh this is blowing my mind but it, it was it was good lightsabers you know the parts in 3d yeah yeah i mean the lightsabers in 3d were awesome and the parts that shouldn't have been in 3d weren't so that you know okay so it was good. So really the only thing that matters is how was the last end lightsaber duel? Which, <laughs> yeah? That was awesome. <laughs> okay, see, that is the, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, that is the single greatest lightsaber duel of all the films. Oh, yeah, the young, music and yeah. the background. Oh, There's that episode, one exchange between Darth Maul and young Obi-Wan, episode one. Yeah. Oh, but you have to admit, Revenge of the uh, Sith... Yeah. I mean, that duel with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin is crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That there's was a, crazy. They lived a in a Yoda, cabin for three months. There's a Yoda months. fight that's just sick. There's dude. lots of oh, sick ones. Yeah. yeah. You're right. But I'm saying, in my opinion, as far as most dramatic, well-choreographed... Okay, look at it this way. The old ones were kind of slow in a different sword style. They sped them up for the new movies. Uh-huh. But... Phantom Menace, they hadn't gone quite so crazy digital with the blades yet. In episode 2 and 3, especially Revenge of the Sith, you'll notice how much like actual flashing goes on because they did a lot of that fighting in the dark on like mountains right. and lava and it had to have a certain look and they kept developing the lightsabers. But Phantom Menace is just one guy, one Sith, one Jedi with very, very clean bladed lightsabers that have no flashing and no sparking and no anything. You can still see their faces when the lightsabers come together. And I think just the fluidity of the double-edged lightsaber with Obi-Wan's, you know, certain blocks behind and front and then just swinging around, just, it was beautiful. It was like ballet to me. I still watch them all. That is what people are missing who do not like the prequels. Yes, that's what they totally don't understand. Like, those guys for Revenge of the Sith spent three months in a cabin out in the woods doing nothing but hanging out with a sword instructor and practicing that one end duel. Yeah. That duel's not sped up at all. Like, there's... Nope. The only thing they added CGI was them flipping around and doing their, like, somersault right. flips. Other than that, yeah. that's real-time, real And probably not even much of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. impressive as hell, man. So, like, and fucking... people get upset that, you know, Anakin, they say he ruined a movie or whatever, Aiden Christensen, and they're like, get upset at Ewan McGregor because he's not in, like, the Lucas camp. Fuck you. Look what he did for you. You know? Yep. You know? He poured his fucking heart into Obi-Wan. Let him yeah. go if you want. So did Alec McGinnis. Like, he, he hated Star Wars just, too, Alec Guinness. Like, the fucking, uh... What is it? Like, fucking Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader. Mmm. Fucking in what? Like, Empire? Which, well, Empire's pretty good, but he's kind of novice, but... I really like the Jedi one because it's all in the dark and they're long swinging thrusts. Yeah, you know? is that the one I'm thinking of? Big flashes, I think so. But they're all kind oh of yeah, that's because good. yeah, it's when we, yeah, it's definitely yeah. It is Jedi. amazing how far the development. They went and fucking ruined it with the goddamn Ewoks, man. <laughs> You're not a fan of the Ewoks. <laughs> See, I like the Ewoks, and especially when, especially when I hear that it should have 
been fucking Wookiees the whole time? Oh, Dude, you know why not- he was like, supposed to be Wookiees? So, so upsetting. You know what else like, he originally... Say that. You know why he did Willow, George Lucas? Because his original script for Star Wars, they were all midgets. Say that again? His, the original script for Star Wars, they were all midgets. Who's they? Luke Skywalker, like all the characters were midgets. But then he decided Ow. to change it. But then afterwards, he stuck with the idea, and that's why he made Willow. Remember Willow? Yeah. Yes. Val Kilmer and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He made that because that was part of his original intention for Star Wars. Ridiculous. Sorry, I'm an Ewok fan. I am. I like the Ewoks. I like their addition. I think they were funny. At my age, I was six when I saw them. I thought they were the fucking. Yeah. I wanted one. I like the speeder bikes. Oh. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. You know, they those made a toys, toy toys for children dope, with. The speeder bike. Yeah, I had one of those. You what? Yeah, yeah, I had one when I was a kid. The speeder. You like oh press my gosh! It, you press the little button at the back, and like yeah, the there's a black button, and the thing blew apart. Yeah, yeah. and it came with the scout trooper oh, on it. Yeah, that is so cool. Uh, that was the coolest year, and that was the same year that I got those. I had the Luke one. Force I had lightsaber, the Luke. Return of the Jedi Force lightsabers. I got four of those, two in box, two out. Oh man! So that's good times. You're gonna have to go on. You guys are gonna have to go on my Star Wars room blog. Star Wars room blog. Explain. Yes, it's just where I gather all the latest toys and all the latest collections. But I also feature people's different Star Wars rooms. Oh, really? Yes. So I. I, I love Star Wars rooms. So. Oh, you got to see my shit then. Does yeah. she not, does she not have to see that display right I, there? I think I just took pictures of all my Star Wars shit over the. Did last, you? Yeah. I can even put more there. Uh, I might have t- I might have thrown them away, but I know where all the stuff is now because I just. I'm not gonna lie and... because I'm proud of the effort I've put into it, and 75 lightsabers all at once is a sight mm. to behold. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that is a sight to behold. It's something people need to see. I mean, and they're not even. I can't. The room I have right now, where I live, I just there's no room. Like that's not even seventy four lightsabers. No, well, like each that. of those boxes there has three or four in each box. Yeah. Then oh, okay, that's it. I'm going to Canada. It's. I have a lot of lightsabers. There's a few, but yeah. I see when I was so uh, fat mask, Darth Vader mask. I got that print up there when we were at Fan Expo this year. There was an artist there, Robert Bailey. And mm. he's one of only, like, two guys licensed to do concept work for Lucas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Lucas has got his own personal pieces of this guy hanging in his house. Uh, yep. I bought a print of Yoda, a pencil sketch drawing. Oh, oh wow. it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. My art is actually, I'm gaining a lot of Star Wars art from all the good con goodness. I got a Vader sketch pencil there, charcoal sketch of uh, from uh, Dave Ross. And Nixon came home with a what a, a Hoth scene. Yeah, he got one of the Robert Bailey Hoth prints. But yeah, this guy's licensed by Disney and Lucas, and he's just amazing, Robert Bailey. Wow! Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. He does the type of pencil that when you look close, it looks like scribbles, but then when you just look at the picture, it looks like a photograph. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. it's well, it's incredible. It's uh, it's really gorgeous stuff. So. I can't wait for next year already. Art convention's fun. Yes, they hey, are. You got some craziness kind of going on near you tonight, aren't the uh, the debates yeah, are in Denver, Denver tonight, Denver aren't debates, they? Yeah. yeah, they are. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, I'll probably I will watch them. So I'll watch a little bit of them. What time are they on? There could be a meltdown there tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> it could be. I just hope. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, man. That's, I'm serious. What do you mean a meltdown? You think people are going to freak out? Yeah. Civil War Two, Civil War the sequel. Oh yeah. What time is it? What time is it? <laughs> I. You know. I think it's on now. I think. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I just got off work, so. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, we're in the future, so. Uh, it's nice to be in the future, you know, you get a yeah, heads up on things. Don't forget it, yep. <laughs> it's good times. So, um, who would you say your all-time favorite Star Wars character is? Ooh, that's hard, because I could say Han Solo, but then you can't really have a Han Solo without a Luke or a Chewie or a Princess Leia, because they know. all fit together. I don't know, really. I think you can. I think you, really? I think you can say that, absolutely, because... 
he could carry himself alone if he had to. And I've read enough stories, actually. It's probably <laughs> I'm probably biased, and I have a different perspective because I've read lots of stories where it is just Han on his own. And uh, well, yeah, he would be cool, but you know, especially in his later years, he's Chewie's not around with him at the time, right? Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but my favorite scene with him, though, is when they're on the Death Star and he decides to run headfirst into the stormtroopers, yeah. screaming at the top <laughs> yeah. of his lungs. Ah. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. I love the whole uh, jo- the the barge out on the skiff thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just got such great lines yeah. in that old Han fucking Solo. scene, man. Yeah, 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 he's totally the best. Boba Fett, where? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, it's good times, man. I like it. Um, you know, I don't know if I've thought about who my favorite. You know who my favorite Star Wars character is? He's not in the movies though. He's Ooh, a, okay, okay. He's a Jedi, and his name is his standard name is Coran Horn. But he took the name of his great-grandfather, who was a Jedi, and now, as a Jedi, calls himself Kieran Hollison. And he... I have heard of such. Yeah, and he doesn't... It's a thing in their family where the Force, they can't use it to move stuff. Like, they can't make stuff fly around. But their power of, like, their, their, their mind force, like, their psychic force, is, like, insane. So they kind of make up for what they can't move around physically with the Force by, like, getting into your head and playing, like, the craziest of Jedi mind tricks. You know, like, to the nth most degree. And they just make you think you're in a whole other world and make you hallucinate and go fucking crazy and shit. See, that's interesting because I always thought Jedis were just pretty basic, you know, move things around with the Force and... As you learn, as you Mess go with people's on, minds, yeah, but there's uh, there's lots of different types of Jedi's. Was there's... that was that Kip Duran guy a Sith? He turned Sith for a while when he uh, took off and put all the Darth Vader shit on. Yeah, Kip Duran. So is those a... stories were going on the same time like Jedi was going on. No, then. that's just after. That's the New Jedi Order novels. But then, like, as soon as like. Vader was dead, Kip Duran was there to put on his friggin' like still warm friggin' costume. I think that was just like metaphors they were saying and shit. It wasn't really? still warm. Yeah. There's no way it was still warm. Because that was way afterwards. Basically Han Solo gets screwed and he's alone in these spice mines and this kid who was stuck there named Kip Duran helps him out. Because this kid survived in the tunnels because he's strong with the force, right? Doesn't he steal like the craziest like starship ever? Yeah, he. Well, they go and uh, they steal the Sun Crusher. Yeah, same place the Death Star was made, and they stole that. And he helped Han, and they escaped. And Luke started training him as a Jedi, but then the kid flipped out, went nuts, stole that ship, went back to fucking Endor, put on yeah Vader's fucking like half burnt armor. Yeah, yeah, and like went all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like a quarter of a mask and half a cape. It was it was a big moment for Han <laughs> because crazy. Luke, Luke, Luke couldn't bring him back. So he sent, so Han went after him, and Han was actually able to talk him down. Or else Luke was oh, like, wow. "Look, yeah, you got to fix this fucking kid you brought back, or I got to fucking take him out, pretty much, right?" Yeah. So there's lots of interesting stories like that. If yeah. you're interested in the expanded universe, you know, I'll have to try it. I would recommend, honestly, starting with uh, going right out of the gate after so, that book, Retur- after Return of the Jedi, the first existence of the expanded universe, other than maybe Marvel Comics, is uh, the Truce at Bakura. And that's a whole Princess Leia, Han Solo, Luke story that goes down like immediately after Ooh. Return of the Jedi. Admiral Ackbar's story. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He's in a lot of Oh, is he really in there? Oh, he takes a big figure. Like, like when, once the Empire is, like, basically torn down and it's just Imperial remnants, Akbar and Mon Mothma rise up to lead the whole, you know, new... It's called the New Republic. And they kind of bring it back to being. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, they start to raise the whole deal again. So Akbar and Mon Mothma... Get, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, remember? So Luke, because everything's cool again, decides, okay, well, I gotta restart the order now. So he goes out. Uh, Han Jedi and Leia. Search, Jedi search. Yeah, Jedi search. Han and Leia get married and have three kids Jason, Jaina, who are twins, boy and girl. And then there's uh, they have younger Anakin, Anakin Solo, 
Okay. And so they're all. Oh jeez. So they're, yeah. they're all Jedi's. They become Jedi's. Uh, they grow up. They get older. When they're like preteens, they join Luke's academy because Luke starts an academy again. He goes out and finds a bunch of other Jedi people to train. Mm. There's a bunch of stories of about course. that after yeah. the whole Kip Duron mess. Yeah. So the kids get older. There's lots of years and stories, and then this big entity, these bad guys called the Yuzon Vong, come in and fuck up the whole galaxy, and it's a whole other big war. But then, just after that, Jason Solo goes bad, and he becomes Darth Sadus. And they actually let, they let the fans name that guy. They they you know took like the top ten names put him up and let the fans vote for them. And so the fans actually voted that he become Darth Sadus. Now that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool contest. That is cool. So that happens. You, well, okay. Did you vote? Is that when no. Chewie dies or what? Chewie dies prior to no. that. Okay. Chewie, Chewie dies while saving Anakin. They're on a moon that's about to blow up. Han Solo's flying low with the Falcon. And Anakin and Chewbacca are running for the Falcon. And Chewie takes Anakin and throws him onto the ship. But then he can't get on, so Han speeds away, and the moon blows up while Chewie's yelling at the sun that's about to blow. Oh, they're on the moon of a planet that's about to blow up. And then the last thing they see of so Chewie what? is him screaming and howling of... at the sun that's about to blow him up. Is it the moon, uh. is it the yeah. moon of Endor? But his, uh, no, it's somewhere else, I think. But I can't remember that detail. But that's, that's a way to go, I guess. Well, his last, he goes out saving, like, repaying the life daddy owed to on by saving his youngest kid, right? So um, then eventually Jaina, I'm giving you a quick flash history. Like how, many people just, how many people just call it Endor? <clears throat> well, they're, they're, it's because that's not where it it's took not, place, right? Well, it didn't take place on Endor. It no, took, no, the moon on the forest the moon, moon of Endor. Yeah. Endor is a whole other planet. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, how many people just say Endor? A lot of people say Endor. But it's not. It is officially, they're on the forest moon of Endor. That'll be a t-shirt. Or the battle of yeah. Endor. But yeah, they're in the Endor system, yeah. so they could kind of say Endor. But then Jane has got to kill Jason, and that ends that whole deal. Oh. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, Anakin had died earlier, saving all the Jedi from these bad guys. And uh, oh. to be honest, I don't know, that's where I'm caught up. Or Then there is Star Wars Legacy. Here's a cool thing you might want to check out, Christy. Okay. <clears throat> Dark Horse Comics took over doing Star Wars after Marvel, right? Mm-hmm, And yes. they did a series called Legacy. And Legacy is a series about Luke's great-great-great-grandkid. Have you read them? I haven't. No. So, it's basically, it's about Luke's grandkid and his great-grandkid. And what happens a hundred and, like, twenty years after everything that happened after Jedi and stuff like the books went to about I think 50 years after Return of the Jedi and then they jumped like 80 or 90 years to Luke's great grandkid yeah his name's Cade Cade Skywalker son of Cole (laughs) Skywalker and basically the Sith have taken over the galaxy again and there's this ancient Jedi Ashad Haret who survived all the purge and all everything for years and uh, through the dark side, and he became Darth Krayt, and he brought back the Sith. So right now, it's this one Jedi trying to bring back the Jedi again, fighting this army of Sith. Because this guy got rid of the rule of two, right? Oh, wow. <clears throat> so that's the last known point in Star Wars history. Is <laughs> that is pretty intense. Yeah, Luke killed Darth Krayt. Where do we go from here? We'll see what happens. And there's, there's Jay's Star Wars history corner for the week. <laughs> Well, I'm all caught up now, so... So there you go. Now you know. So, And I love that shit. I'm a big, like, chronology guy, right? You could listen to this, like, 15 times and probably still not be caught up. There's a lot that I don't even know, man. There's a lot that branches off that I have no idea about, you know? It's crazy how big... See, I used to collect all the Star Wars shit. I used to get figures... And I used to get uh, all the action figures. I'd get the vehicles. I got everything. And then it, after the new, after the prequels, it went nuts. They started coming out with like fifty new figures a week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just collect the action figures, but yeah, I just couldn't keep up. So I decided to sell my entire collection and go strictly lightsabers. And well, that, you know, that's pretty cool too. That was probably about six or seven years ago. 
My heart kind of skipped a beat, though, but, you know, it just... It's worth it for me. It just got too out of control, you know what I mean? So, but I'm... Well, yeah, I guess you gotta purge and choose one thing you're gonna collect. Definitely. So here's a question for you. What do you guys think's gonna happen? You've asked me this, Sean. What do you think's gonna happen with Ahsoka? Oh, she's gonna live. She'll probably just have to choose between the Jedi way of life or just living a normal life with, you know, they're not going to kill her off. She's too popular with the children, and I think it's too easy. Do you think, yeah, it is kind of too easy, I agree. Do you think they'll continue more stories with her, though? That's what I think they would do. Yeah, well, if they, I mean, if they, you mean go on after the Clone Wars series has ended? Yes. And like I think so. Novels, yeah, comics, sure. oh, just like sure. they do with everyone else. Sure. They'll probably do like a series of Ahsoka novels. For sure. You know? Well, she's incredibly popular. But here's the thing. Because of the way that the Star Wars universe or the galaxy is laid out, it's already enough's happened that we know she dies eventually. Whether it's hidden in old age or valiantly as a young Jedi, one mm-hmm. of those things will have to happen. So if she just spends, I can't see Ahsoka just spending the next, whatever, 80 years of her life doing nothing but hiding from Vader. She doesn't seem the type. No, I just, you know, to me, I don't think her death would actually send Anakin over the edge. I honestly don't. I mean, it's gotta be something more. Do you think, like, yeah, that's one thing, I don't think they'd kill her, like, pre-Revenge of the Sith. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think they may, like, eventually later when she gets older. I mean, they killed Mara Jade. They killed Akbar. They killed, or they killed Mon Mothma, sorry. They killed Chewie, you know? They could kill her in a novel one day. I could yeah. see it happening. Because I see her going out the, valiantly uh, defending something, like the, Padawans or something. Are the droids still around? The droids are still, well, sorry, R2 is. 3PO's done? Well, we don't know. 3PO was never. There is one scene in one of the legacy comics where you see a couple protocol droids' heads on pikes, and one of them looks like 3PO. Oh, my God. But who knows for sure. But R2 is still the Skywalker. Yeah, he's still hanging out with Cade Skywalker, yeah. Uh, C-3PO, he's the character I least care for. Sir, if you'll not be needing me, I'll close down for a while. I don't know. He's kind of annoying to me. Yeah, yeah, he's. I do like the purpose they serve. I like that it's through their eyes. Sometimes he makes a bad scene better, though. See, Lucas always said the first three movies. Sometimes he makes a good scene worse. Yeah. He. uh, That's a good way. The first movies were through the eyes of the droids. That's how you were meant to see it. And then the prequels were through the eyes of the Jedi. I wonder what would have happened if he had continued it through the eyes of the droids. They may have had all those things that the hardcore fans miss, you know? Mm. So That's true, but I think sometimes hardcore fans can be a little Aren't they over. Nuts? Yeah, I think there's room know. for everything, man. I mean, there's so much of Star Wars to love. Why do you gotta, like, get on Lucas? Look what he gave us. People act like they hate him, and we owe him so much they beyond probably, Star they Wars. They probably don't even enjoy how, what there is out there. Oh, just just beyond Star Wars, as far as his technical innovations, his business mm-hmm. innovations, his the way the he's changed the entire way we see movies. You know. Yeah, I mean, does he make money off him? Yes, he does. Of course, he does. Would you yeah. make money off him if you created? Yeah, you would. Hells I mean, yeah, it's it's business. Like THX alone, you know what I mean. Like, that, yeah, we hear I mean, movies differently because of him. The way people do... You know how much cheaper it is to make a movie now because of his technology? Even though it's still expensive, you still don't have to go somewhere. And if you don't like in a shot that one guy's on the left side of somebody, you can cut him out and put him on the left on the right side. Exactly. And you can't even tell that they did it, you know? It's mm. absolutely nuts. Listen, my love of Star Wars really picked up when he released the originals and added the new scenes. I'm sorry. I yeah, I liked too. that that age. I I agree. I I liked it when I was well. I was a Jedi kid, like you know, you know, like at six years old, you're total like Ewoks, cool. Even if, you know you liked them at that age, you know, it's it was like a kiddie movie. It was the time of those movies coming out. Six was just old enough to remember a movie like that. Mm-hmm. You know, any younger, you're probably really not gonna remember it too well. <clears throat> and I agree. I didn't. 
I didn't look at them like the kid people who were teenagers when they first came out, like, and got really excited and saw it thirty times. Those are the people that get upset about the prequels. Kids like us, I don't know me, I love them, you know. Well, that's how Star Wars has grown is yeah. because of these releases, because of the prequels. That's how it's staying alive. I mean, look at Star Trek. Yes, it's still going. Okay, it still has its fans, but it's. I don't know if it's really creating any younger fans. I don't know. I think the new ones are... Uh, the new movie? The new Star Trek, the reboot, the J.J. Abrams deal. Mm, you know, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's... But they needed to do that. You're right. I think it would have kept going the other way had they not rebooted that franchise. You don't need to reboot Star Wars. You can keep going with it. But Star Trek... You just need to keep going with it, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. I didn't think that... What I thought they'd do before they recast, like, Kirk and stuff was... Or doing prequels was just continuing Starfleet. Like, another ship after the Enterprise with another captain, you know, going on further adventures. Like, why not yet another captain of the Enterprise, even, or whatever. Especially after Voyager, yeah. you know? The Academy. I always thought they should make a movie where they send a crew, like they figure out Slipstream or something, and then send a ship back to the Delta Quadrant and call it like the USS Janeway. So oh. the people would like be familiar with it. And they'd be like, oh, the Federation's back. They must have figured out how to get here, you know? So that would have been cool. Yeah, I always thought that might have been a cool premise for a, a flick, you know? Star Wars, you could just keep going in the future, so why not, you know? Right. Hell, go ahead and make Legacy a movie. Or even animated, like Animatrix style. You ever see the Animatrix? Mm-mm, no. It's a, it's a series of like six or seven cartoons by done, done by all these like Japanime guys and like animation guys. And, uh... <laughs> Is it anime? <laughs> yeah, sorry, the laundry just turned off. And it hey, your laundry's me. done. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was on. The no, he said, he said fuck manga. It was... Hey, now, I think my feelings about manga are well known. But if they did this, so they did a collection of six cartoons that all, like, were Matrix, you know, themed and wove into the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, do you remember, you saw all three Matrix movies? Yes, I did. Do you remember the kid who was, like, a big fan of, uh, and followed him around like a puppy and the kid who ended up shooting the door thing down? Yes. Yeah, that guy. One of the cartoons was about how he got into the Matrix. So, oh, yeah. okay, okay. He's actually the fir- the only person ever to pull himself out, and he he's always thanking Neo for rescuing him. And then he, Neo's always like, "I didn't do nothing, kid." That's why he says that in the movie. Because if you watch the cartoon, yeah, yeah. the kid just for some reason was able to oh, tap in and pulled himself out of the Matrix, detached himself. Yeah. So th- they all connect, and they all connect to that Flight of the Phoenix video game and everything. And I love that kind of stuff. And I th- if they did more of that with Star Wars, oh, I'd be a happy boy. Oh, oh. I'd be a happy Hey, you boy. can't go wrong with more Star Wars, so... Did you see the original Clone Wars cartoons? Like, the two-minute ones they had, had and put all together? <laughs> yes. Those were awesome. The guy who did Samurai Jack? I, I tell you, they, they are awesome, but... Man, these, these ones right now are, are way cooler, I think. Oh, yeah, way, way cooler. But, you know, for what it was, some of the stories, I thought, and the way they presented like, my favorite one was he, when Anakin, like, he was on that planet, and they knew that uh, the native species there, like, a chosen one would come and save them, and he ended up having that big fight with Asaz Ventress in the rain, and the lightsabers, and all the rain's falling on their lightsabers, and sizzling, and steam and stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, that was... Uh, yeah, that was... Yeah, that was an excellent scene. And he's running up the mountain at her with his lightsaber, and he's so pissed, and she starts, like, throwing force bombs at him, and he's just running right through them. And she's like, oh, fuck. And then he just kind of slices her down. It's great. Well, she is such an amazing character. Yeah, and the fact that she ended up being a night sister, a night witch, is another thing that, you know, was they were like, oh, let's take this cool character they invented for those other cartoons, and in this one, but then we'll add it to this story of where she's actually a night sister. That's brilliant. And now she's a bounty hunter. Yeah, exactly. So And she could be nice. So Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see where she goes. She was Well, actually, doesn't she uh She was helping Obi-Wan. Yes, she was. Doesn't Here's what we got to remember. The second part, volume 2 of those original cartoons mm-hmm. take place after this cartoon series now takes place. 
Now, the reason we you know might, that... You might want to rewind that. What? The reason... Okay, the, the first volume of the Clone Wars, the original Samurai Jack guy cartoons, uh, those were when Anakin was a Padawan, he had his braid and everything, right? And then in those cartoons, he got it cut off. Right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that means that right after that came uh, Volume 2. But in between those two volumes must have been this cartoon series because he's had it cut off, and now he's the older-looking, shaggy-haired Anakin. Oh, I see what you're... Okay. And now the very end of the Volume 2 goes literally directly into Revenge of the Sith because uh, Mace Windu is fighting Grievous, and just as Grievous gets away... Mace Windu does the force thing with his hand and crushes his heart inside his chest, like crushes his chest. Mm-hmm. And he's all like, oh shit, and he can't breathe and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the very first moment that you see General Grievous in Revenge of the Sith, he comes through the door hawking and coughing and hacking and stuff. Right, right. And that's because that literally, literally, the cartoon goes straight into the movie. Like they, sh- they could be edited right together, you know uh... what I mean? So we know because I'm pretty sure she dies in uh, in the volume two. I gotta watch it again. It's yeah, been a I while. Yeah, I can't remember. I got it here too. I gotta watch it again because I'm pretty sure that she bites the dust, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure that Asaz Ventress eventually goes down. So she uh, she comes back to life. <laughs> it, would have to, it would have to be in the last like two episodes. Well, I mean, she maybe that would, it would also episodes, mean she has to go back to being this season. Sith, right? Unless they're just mm. not too worried about that continuity. I don't know. But Lucas was concerned enough that he made that last cartoon go directly into the movie. That was his idea. He loved it. So, you know, I'm sure as long as he keeps his eye on this, I'm sure they'll work it out somehow. Oh, yeah. He's, he's keeping his eye on it. <laughs> oh, it's good times. I'd love them to start a new show. You know who I, I have people that I would love to see as, like, Jedis I know from the books? Like the that Koran Horn guy I was talking about, Pierce Brosnan, as like a bearded him. Oh, Pierce Brosnan as a shaggy bearded Jedi Master. You're crazy like I that. I think that looks awesome. You're crazy. Are you sure? You're crazy yeah. like that. Why am I? Why is that crazy? Just just like your fucking George Clooney coming back as Batman. Come on now, I had agreeances. I appeared on All Things Good and Nerdy, and they weren't necessarily against the idea. Well, what then, nerdy then I disagree I with them too, sir. Well, think about it. It's not George Clooney's fault that that movie didn't do well. Crappy movie, crappy script, crappy director. Crappy Batman. No, he, because of the words crappy he had Batman. What? in the suit Oh, and Batman was the one good thing of that movie? No, but I'm thinking George Clooney has enough talent and he's a good enough actor that given the right situation, he could pull it off and make a good Batman. If he had a good script, exactly. No. I don't. He's got the if best he, looking job. If he didn't have who to, else has made a better if looking? If he doesn't Batman? have to do action, well, it depends how they set it up. He's done great action from Dust Till Dawn. Fucking a lot of his movies, he's been very physical. Even his fucking Ocean's Eleven, he's like, he is. Uh, you classic. Know, it wouldn't be Danny a, Ocean. Kind of is. It wouldn't Bruce be. Wayne in it a way. wouldn't be a good Batman movie. Man, all he'd have to do is play Danny Ocean. That could be his Bruce Wayne. (laughs) And then he'd have to get mean and fucking Dust Till Dawn-ish, and that would be his Batman part. But I will say, isn't he getting a little old for the part? Just put him in Dark Knight Returns, then. Dark Knight Returns starred George Clooney. (laughs) Uh. Whoa, no. Uh. That'd be good. Come on. Uh, Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Just because you say it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting now to see who they're going to get to play Batman. You think they'll go younger or older for Justice League? I think younger. You think? Because they're going to so. do the reboot off imagine of the Justice they made, League Imagine movie. they made one guy do all of them. Um, Just put different masks on them. Oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> you know I mean? That'd be a trip. Uh, Ben Affleck as the Justice League. Oh my yeah. God, not Ben Affleck. <laughs> that's that's a pretty square jawed looking Wonder Aquaman Woman though. Hunter. <laughs> hey, you guys said that there was isn't there going to be a Wonder Woman TV show or movie? Um, it's a TV show. They tried one before that failed miserably. Right. It was done by David E. Kelly. Yeah, there's a pilot online. But now there's a they're doing a new one, but they're doing it in the style of like Smallville. 
So okay. It's gonna be. When I, she's I do younger. like Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's gonna be younger and back on Themyscira and you know learning to be an Amazon and all that kind of shit. Kind of like they're doing with Arrow, you know. So it'll fit oh all into that groove, man. It's weird. Would on it a... be like Xena, Warrior Princess? Without the, without the Sam Raimi crappy cheesiness to it, yeah. Hey, that was a classic. Now. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of any of those. The Hercules or the Xena. I could just. Yeah, like do you remember, like what was Lex? Lex. Mm. Oh, that was bad. It was terrible. Yeah, with the white chick or it? the blonde chick or redheaded chick. <coughs> I don't. I maybe tried really to watch that once. I had yeah. no idea. Was that Canadian? I don't know. Chris, do you remember a show called Lex? I kind of vaguely do. Yeah, sci-fi bounty hunter type chick, I guess. I don't know. Spaceship? You know what I heard they're going to remake? Max Hedrum. Really? Nah. Yeah, I heard they're going to bring back I don't even remember Max what Hedrum. made Max Hedrum Max Hedrum. What do you mean? That he was awesome. Well, yeah, but other than being awesome, like how, how you could do a Max Hedrum like, movie. How did they do a TV show? I, I don't, don't remember. I don't remember. He was like a news reporter type thing, and Max was like his hookup to the next network. He was almost like the computer. Mm. But they didn't so explain things There would always just be a monitor around with Max Headroom on it, talking to you? Yeah. And then when he looked into his camera, the little monitor that was on his, like, you know, on the shoulder camera, yeah. that would have a little picture of Max Headroom on it. <laughs> Do you know where he got his name, Max Headroom? Mm. I think I did, but... It's the last thing he saw yeah. with a guy when his uh, he was yeah, looking at a sign that yeah, said maximum, maximum headroom, headroom. Yeah. And, and that and for some reason his fucking digital self took that as his fucking name. Yeah, kind of weird, man. It always gets a little tense when they do remakes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I like remakes. They're yeah. fine, but you know, you're always just kind of like, okay, how is this gonna? Yeah, this Ghostbusters sounds sketchy. Well, you can't do it without Bill Murray or. No, you know, you, make, you gotta have him. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that's just one of those huge mistakes that Dan Aykroyd has come to tend to make lately. Yeah. That one's gonna go right up there with Blues Brothers two thousand, man. Yeah, and that fucking UFO like show that he did. <coughs> that's was that I, the recent that one or? I don't know. UFO show. I was trying to. Didn't he do... No, there's he did UFO, Rescue 911, a, didn't no, he? There's a UFO Or no, that was Shatner. There's a UFO documentary out there with... No, he... With no, you're right. Dan Aykroyd. He had a show, Unexplained, UFOs Unexplained. Oh, uh, okay. He had one of those type shows. You're right. Uh, that's funny, man. Yeah, he was talking about, like, crazy shit. Indeed. Do you guys believe in aliens? Um, I, I believe that... There has to be, really. Like, I don't know if I believe that they've ever come here, but I believe that, I mean, they talk about there's more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on the Earth. If there are... Those kind of odds tend you to have to think there's some other life out there. If there are, I'm not preparing for them at all. Oh, no. <laughs> you're, no. you're screwed. <laughs> you want them to see us in our natural state, you know what I mean? But well, I think... we're prepared for the zombie attack. We're just not exactly. prepared for I've got got a. I've got a picture of what popular description would say to, on, like, tattooed on my leg of what an alien should look like. Oh, yeah, that's but, uh, cool. but yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, oh hey, see? Hey, yeah, we've yeah, seen all right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that they've also seen enough planets that are close enough to having had or might be able to sustain life. And if they're close enough that we can see them and there's that many planets out there, sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? We're just not prepared for them. Yeah. I think it's more likely than a lot of other ideas that human beings believe in, so... Yep. Why the heck not? You know yeah, man. Because I mean? you don't even need to believe in magic to believe in aliens. No. Oh, right? that's true. All you need to believe in is that science oh, is that a lot bigger than is, us. Oh, that's a and we barely have our toe dipped into what yeah. science is. Yeah. That of course there's fucking aliens. Oh, Come on, that's a sun. We yeah. can we can go how far? Oh, what? We're not gonna <laughs> fall off the edge. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, one of those is gonna be something. What girls can think, huh? <laughs> so true. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Oh, that was a large little dope there on that one there. <laughs> oh, good times. Well, uh, that was a fun little thing. I think we went on a pretty good little rant and rave there, don't you? Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. No, it's always a pleasure. So it's about goddamn time that on an elegant weapon we talk that much Star Wars and what an absolute pleasure. Thanks, uh, Christy. Before oh, thank go, you guys. Christy, plug all your people and all your places and all your things. Okay, check out girlsageek12.com for the latest blogs. Uh, listen to our podcast, The Geek Alert. And you can follow me on Twitter at SupergirlGeek. Good times. So that was fun. You were fun as always, darling. You know, until next time, everybody, take it easy, and may the Force be with you.